In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, battlebards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. Fifth Element's one of my favorite. It is a it is a modern, legitimately amazing B sci-fi. Right. See, yes. look, I, I, I know a lot of people for whom it is a cult classic, and they're just like, yes, Fifth Element. And I'm just like, nah. <laughs> And then you got Valerian Matt. Like, no, 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 we don't talk about Valerian. That no, thing was no, no, no. junk. That was terrible. Garbage. Luke, Luke, Luke Basson, man, he's, it's either really, really good or it's just not. I think it's because he's French. <laughs> is that it's the only thing I can imagine. Because <laughs> some of his movies are fantastic and some are just hot garbage. I was Luke, so excited Leon? for that one. Yeah, that was good. Uh, so good. Yeah, yeah. Extraction, believe it or not, is not, not Extraction. It was called something else. It, okay, it had it had discount Val Kilmer in it. Discount Val Kilmer. Oh, what's that guy's name? Um, Five I, finger discount uh, Val Kilmer. He does. He is. Who is it? He the one from Memento. Oh, oh, uh, Guy, Guy Pierce. Pierce. Guy Pierce. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, okay. Come on, you know I'm right though. It's like <laughs> it's like Skeet Ulrich was discount Johnny Depp. Well, nobody, you know. So so discount. So Guy Pierce plays. Uh, a guy he has to sneak in and 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 break out some famous somebody's daughter out of a maximum security prison. It's a I've spiritual successor to the Fifth Element, but it's not wow. identical. It's pretty good. Hmm. It's not great. It's it's not as good as Fifth Element, but it's still pretty good. It's better than some of his trash movies. Better than Valerian. That's not hard. Man, that one. I I, I wanted I wanted to like it so badly, there and I watched no, way more than there, I thought I should have. No chemistry. Between oh, those two, man. I was amazed at the lack of chemistry they had. And then I liked him in um, the movie where they find the meteor and the powers. He was nuts. Chronicle. Pretty good one. Yes. Like, I'm like, wow. I, like, I'm like, this dude is crazy. That one fell at the, just the right time because we're coming out of that. Um, oh, what was the New York movie with the found footage one? Uh, Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Cause yeah. It came out it's like the found footage thing was a big deal. So you yeah. got the Cloverfield X. X-Men kind of a crossover yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. And it worked. I thought it was yeah. a pretty good movie. Imperfect. And you got Michael one. B. Jordan in there before he goes kind of like big. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's been doing a lot. He's done a lot of things. I mean, he he ended up as Killmonger, but before that, he was in the Sony reboot of... Yeah, and that was garbage. Oh, well, Fast and Fantastic Four. Uh, and I also heard that the last Creed movie, which I liked Creed. Creed 2 was okay, but this latest Creed movie with the guy who's now being charged Majors. with... yeah. Yeah, that, that heard that tanked big really? time. Yeah. Well, I think well, it was, well Rocky it, wasn't it in it at all. It was almost coming out at the same time that, that, that Majors was getting in trouble. Yeah, yeah. But, so it could have yeah. been the curse of the well, curse and, of the And again, Rocky trouble. wasn't a part of because let's face it, the Creed movies are Not part of part of the the Rocky franchise. Because I mean sure. Balboa yes. was his, you know. Yeah. And and if you don't have him in the third movie, it's gonna flop, I think, almost immediately. I'm gonna have to say that the Rocky movies probably peaked with number one. With a dark horse, amazing number four coming out of nowhere. Okay. Because first of all, okay, so but the, two and three are not amazing. No, but you get Clubber Lang, Mister T. I know I'm there, <laughs> but it's not a it's not a superb flick overall. No, no, four no. is a good movie. Four is the epic. Right? I, I love four. I mean, you get you get the return of Survivor it's with so their good. with their song, and then they're you know. You get the the Dolph Lundgren is all with the mechanical stuff, oh, high grade so stuff, good. and all Rocky's out there with like l- lumber on his back <laughs> and like in like eight feet of snow, and you're like and <laughs> just and then oh man, it's a good one. But so so the first one was obviously I think the best and what made it good. 
four came out of nowhere and ended up being good, which yes. was weird for sequels. You don't always get like a number four down the line being Man. good. Two worlds collide, rival nations. <laughs> it's a primitive fact. Years of frustration. I mean, come the on, man. Russia, yeah, exactly. Russia against U.S., baby. He's not human. He's a machine. They're both just... <laughs> He's a, I must break you. I must you. break you. No. No way. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren really is not a big dumb guy. He's, a, what is a, a chemical engineer? Something like that, yeah. yeah. He's got a degree. He's a sharp dude. Actually, Arnold's not dumb either. Arnold's not dumb. Mm-hmm. I watched may- that Arnold uh, documentary. Pumping really? Iron? It's on Netflix. No, it's on... Okay. <laughs> don't Please don't watch no. Pumping Iron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the Arnold documentary might not be that much better. I mean, I, I've been angeled it, but that was mostly uh-huh. to cut out the language. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew going in, they're going to be showing the, all these bodybuilding tournaments, but I mean, <laughs> not super tempted by those kind no, of No, but physiques. Pumping Iron is a completely I, different movie. I mean, the, the premise is yeah. these guys are... Try, the competition and it's Lou Ferrigno's like yeah. an 18 year old boy yeah but he's massive huge. Oh, I know. well it's weird because you know I didn't realize how young Arnold Schwarzenegger got started I mean, he was like 15 oh, yeah. 16 oh, yeah. when he started with bodybuilding and he yeah. was also enormous and I thought yeah he's big and then you got like his dad with Lou Ferrigno his dad he's like hey Louie Louie <laughs> and I met him at the 2000, know, 2007 you, Comic-Con, you baby. You told us it was we awesome. have that story. He, and, you know, he was signing for money, but he signed ours for free. Like, I mean, he Were was just really uniform? a cool guy. Meanwhile, I walked over to the table with um, LeVar Burton and who's the guy who plays Q? John Delancey. Yes. Yeah. And then um, um, Betazoid. What's her name? Deanna Troy. Yeah, but what's Marina her name? Marina Yes. She's there. And then uh, the doctor. Gates McFadden. Gates McFadden. They were like, not having it, bro. If you didn't have the money, they were like, next. Look, <laughs> they were like, Look. listen, they got to make some money. <laughs> they were like, yeah. straight up, next. I was like, hey, I loved you in like, uh, Reading Rainbow. And he's like, <laughs> he didn't even respond. He's like. Uh, he was going full Alexander yeah, Dane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's was got like, money. No. Yeah, it's like. First of all, and then you I won't see do that, it. You see I won't that say scene. that stupid yeah. line. And, yeah, exactly. You see that scene in when Galaxy they're signing Quest, yeah. at, at the Comic Con, and you're just like, "I grab Thor's hammer." He's like, "I will avenge you." <laughs> Next, <laughs> I grab Thor's hammer. <laughs> Mind if I sit water in and, uh, savings. Good <laughs> guy. I love. I love the false starts as he's trying to make himself say it. He's like. What a yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Because like, he's like, I cannot take I can't, this I can't, anymore. I can't. I was a real actor once. Yeah. He's like, oh, come look on. Look at me. Think he, was, he, he was talking about a job. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched that in a little bit. Yeah. It is been, so funny. Do we even need to? Well, well okay. I know. I can play the whole thing in my head. Well, well we were but... wanting to do this with the kids, but the kids need a little bit of context oh, for that yes. one. yes. Well, we should, we should do a stack of dice screening where we show it and then have people join in. Either yeah. that or we should see how much we remember <laughs> to see if we could quote Just start going, the yeah. whole movie. So, Mike, so you need to have, I'm going to say, a smattering of OG you, you Star have Trek to. episodes. You have to because he is William he, Shatner. Right. But you also have to do a little bit. There's a little bit of a mix of the of the TNG stuff in there, yeah. occasionally. Yeah, a yeah. Bit. Um, yeah. With some of like um, specific. Well, with like the Boy Wonder 
Yeah, uh, yo, that, that's what that, I'm saying. That's straight Wesley you, Crusher. Yeah, so. you had to have some. Yeah, there's some great Wesley, Wesley Crusher jokes in there. Yeah, they're so good. They should have uh, got Wesley Crusher in that movie. I know. Oh, he was a bit of himself at the time. He he chilled out later. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think that what the I think the nerdy kid um, Justin yeah. Long does a pretty good job Man. of kind of. Man, he's so good in that. The epitome. The epitome <laughs> of it. And, and he's like, it's just a television show. He's like, yeah. So, I know. Uh, yeah. And then he's like, it's just I a understand television show. Which, he's like, I didn't even get to the relative conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> so the, it was just a show thing is actually a reference to some um, Shatner on SNL. Because you almost have to have the SNL. Did you not oh, see yeah, that? Oh, yeah, the, the, I, I the, the SNL skit where he's like, okay. listen, you so losers. Shatner, yeah. So Shatner did a thing on SNL. Where he was at a con, and and it's John Lovitz and <laughs> Kevin Nealon and one other comedian trying to ask Shatner questions about the show. Yeah, like one of those you know uh, uh, audience Q and A's. Yeah, 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 where yeah. like, hey. and he goes unhinged on them, and yeah. it is hilarious. Now, was it, was it scripted? Because not too no, much. No, it's an SNL. It's hard skit, to say. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because he if starts you just had it pent it up, and then because yeah. he starts to say, and he goes, "Look at yourselves. Have you ever?" Kissed a girl? What's the matter with you people? It was just a show. And they're all like crushed. And it hit so hard that a lot of the, the a lot of the actual Trekkers. It's Trekkies, by the way. Trekkies for the original series. Yeah, 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 Trekkers yeah. for Next Gen. NBA. Okay, I did not know that. Thank you for that yeah. contextual clue. Uh-uh. All the Trekkies really took it seriously. They, they, they felt that he had betrayed them because he's yelling at these faux Trekkies in... Even though it was a skit. It's a skit, yeah. But it hit a little hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love it. He's, he's like, I know completely well it's a TV show. It's real. He's like, oh, I, I knew it, it, I knew it, I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> it's like, have I'm just telling you. The, have you ever watched the Never Give Up, Never Surrender, the, the Doc on, on the, the, Prime yes, Video? Yes, yes. Doc yes. is hilarious. Yes. So good. Man, Catherine, she is like, she's seen everything. She's seen Enterprise, um, yeah. which wasn't a success, but I think it had like four four, four seasons. seasons. And then we started watching the the Paramount when they had the first couple of episodes. Uh, New World free, yeah, for oh. free. And then we're like, ah, okay. And then we just didn't, we didn't pick it up. Well, a lot of people who like some of the classics have liked the Brave New World. <laughs> stop, 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 shut up, <laughs> yeah, shut just, up, shut just up. Just wrap it up and. <laughs> Yeah, you're, we're just going to have to stop cold yeah, because yeah. this is not going to get wrapped this, up anytime this, soon. This, this is good stuff. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he feels left out because he doesn't watch any of these. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. They're not that good. <laughs> um, excuse me? <laughs> it's okay. Now, DS9 was my show, so mm, I have yeah. a very kind of a yeah. view of Star Trek. I can go with just them exploring silliness, and DS9 was some of the best silliness I've ever seen. <laughs> you watched a, a good bit of DS9. Mm. I've watched almost none. Yeah, with Renee Aubergenois. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We used so to call him Opera Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> Renee How Eggplant. Aubergenois. Okay. I think we've got off to a good start with our first episode. <laughs> was, wait a minute. Did we, though? Did we just record this first episode? Was that the first episode? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was our first episode. Yeah. We're going to start with a question. We didn't do that last time. If your character had a pet or a familiar, what would it be? And why? This is a question from Rabdafera on our Discord server. Again, if your character had a pet or familiar, what would it be and why? Jeremy. Well, that's easy. Uh, Dimitri slash Sechmet would absolutely have a pair of ferrets. Okay. And why? Mm. Well, they they fit in with everything that he does. He uh, It's like Beastmaster. Well, I was going to say whatever, Beastmaster. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Thankfully, Sekhmet's cool with the Beastmaster. Let me put that out there. They went to school together. <laughs> they, would, yeah. they went to university. <laughs> well, I attended Juilliard. And I, <laughs> so, no, I just watched that the other day. It's so Halloween, good. Halloween, I It's so it. good. Oh, uh, so the the pair of fa- the pair of ferrets because that's fun to say, but because them kind of getting into stuff and being sneaky, but also being fun. Because uh, Sekhmet, I, you know, he spends a lot of time alone and not really hanging out with people, and so him playing with the ferrets would be fun for him. Is it a business of ferrets? Is that if, yeah, if you get yeah. enough of them. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I saw this question on uh-huh. discard disc- <laughs> on discard. <laughs> She discarded it. I saw, yeah, and I thought, okay, I need to think. I need to start thinking about that. So, so when he asks it, and then I probably Didn't. forgot all about it. The ferrets, that, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because yeah, they try- could be useful. I'm trying to think of mine. Yes, they would be. I'm trying to think uh, of mine. Rubber bashes would be the, It'd be uh, something the dirty. ghouls or the... Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. The, the, or his tribble the, bag. <laughs> yeah, it you would got be the, the, the little sparkly <laughs> yeah, 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 let's just call them tribbles. Or, or, or you, well, I kid, like a piglet. <laughs> I was thinking of a piglet, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he would wash them, and he would get dirty all the time, regardless. Uh, yeah, m- maybe like a little, a little pet pig. Wait, somebody needs to do like a little comic of Wamberbash, but done in the style of the peanut, so he can look at pig pen with yes. like the cloud of yeah, like, yes. <laughs> exactly. I like the, the the Halloween thing when he comes in. It's like, yeah. well, never, know. never it's gets me. It's like, how you doing? How'd you know? And they're like, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love his little gravelly voice. It's yeah, so cute. Yeah, cheers would, be, cheers would be something <laughs> angry. A rhino. I know. I was gonna uh, say. So I'm torn ooh. between something useful, like like she would have used down the mine, like a mole or a you know something like that. But those are tiny. I would figured that. I would. I I remember thinking that moles were like a giant mole. Yeah, which would make it. Yeah, but big. they have those fingers they, on they, their but nose. They're like That's the, moles mad. are like this big, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were bigger than that. I thought they were like little. What about a naked mole rat? No, so I was I was you know, I was trying to think of like something no. super like a, like a useful pack animal or like some fierce crazy thing. Um, Why not both? What about a wolf? And think about mm. like if it's a full grown wolf, you might even be able to ride that bad boy. You know, that's <laughs> <small>. yeah. <laughs> somehow, somehow a wolf in Tira just doesn't seem like no. it's not quite the right mood. No. What about like a boar, a giant deer? Nah, that's a little too... That's too obvious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Iron... You have one. Hey. The iron stag. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Some things... Yeah, a, like a... Badger. Those things are meaner or than you wolverine. think. wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really even know what a wolverine is, let's be honest. It's like a big I badger. Yeah. Okay. It's a meaner badger. Tara and her pet honey badger. <laughs> okay. Man, honey badgers are not a joke, but wolverines right? are... Yeah. yeah. Sure. I don't know. Tasmanian I think, devil. I think, I, think, I think that she might like a falcon. Ooh, why do you say that? Well, uh, her stumpy little legs. She can't even go very far. No, I was I was gonna say from a from like quite a, dangerous. <laughs> from, from just a from just a, a usefulness standpoint. Yeah. Um, and, and the fact that it would it, it has a regalness and a nobility to it. Sharp eyes too. Yeah, and I think the Tira appreciates things that are stand up and straightforward. Very true. She doesn't like sneaky things, and I there's don't. something about very straightforward about. What's the eagles. bird that goes up real high and goes? And like just dies. Is that a kestrel or a peregrine falcon? Yeah, yeah peregrine okay, falcon. Okay, yeah, maybe I said it. I love I love the way they look. Both of those peregrine falcon. Yeah, with their their I think they're the fastest animals Period. around it, when wow. they hit their dive. Two hundred miles an hour, snatch a duck right out of the air. That's <laughs> nuts. It was there and then it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Little fluff of feathers. <laughs> yep, now, so, so we were going with something useful because those would be too too, too useful. Things, because yeah. I mean, you could. First of all, you guys have seen that. Yours video. is useful too. If you have a piglet, you that- could eat that thing. Hey. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you could name it Harold. Bacon. You could name it Bacon. 
Chris P. Uh, bacon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that newscast? Uh, I, I, the I guy, the guy is reporting. It's local news, and he's talking about Chris P. Bacon. And then it finally hits him what it's saying, and he he cannot stop. He can't that. recover on live <laughs> news. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Well, I mean, a boar might work actually. Well, I mean, a boar. That I mean, when that, when that bad boy bl- grows into. up, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. one of the first yeah. animals mm-hmm. you transformed. That's into. true. That's true. That, and I, that tracks. Yep. And they're supposed to be intelligent animals, so they're not like mm-hmm. they are and clean given the right circumstances. Yeah, yeah. They but like see, you. not not his pet. No. Was is is it the the eagles? No, I'm sorry. The the yeah the eagles in Tibet they like hunt wolves. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. The big ant. I mean, they straight up let these things go, and these wolves take off because they know it's over. And they like just grab it by the head and the mouth, mm-hmm. and just t- wrangle them down. And then they stand up and they open oh, up their la- their wings and just wait for their master to come by. And it's just like it's most impressive. We have this very uh, peculiarly American positive view of eagles. Uh, that is not shared by the whole world. (laughs) We make a strong... No, I'm not trying to be mean, but we make a strong distinction between the noble eagle and the disgusting vulture, but that that is a uniquely American viewpoint. Vultures and eagles... Accidental, to be honest. If if that's the way the rest of the world views eagles, I can imagine... You know, the they world pro- yeah. the world being like, well, guess what? Yeah. I can tell absolutely. you that... We'll tear uh, you open just like the eagle tore that wolf open. Benjamin, That's right. Benjamin Franklin wanted to make the turkey. The, that, oh, the, 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 the yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, looks like him. So that tracks. <laughs> and not, not to mention, you turkey. Like, people used to call people that as being like, you turkey. Can you imagine? Like, what's your national bird? A turkey. <laughs> well, okay. Turkeys are one of the stupidest animals that have ever existed. They can this drown in a rainstorm. Really <laughs> So oh, I guess Tira's going to go with Falcon, her, her he's going with Piggy, so and he's high. going with Ferret. Okay. Yeah. She would drown in a rainstorm. <laughs> it's a good one. Bernie is awesome. Yeah. Well, so did that answer your question? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, so, I uh, think so we got uh, it. Piglet, or a little, little pig, two ferrets, and a falcon. Falcon, sure. Yeah. And a partridge and a ferret. <laughs> Stackers, do you have other thoughts? You can contact us on Twitter and Instagram and Blue Sky at Stack of Dice. You can email us at stack.o.dice at gmail.com, or you can join us in Discord to share your thoughts in real time. We also have a coffee page if you're interested in supporting us financially. We accept tips there that we'll put toward improving the show. With that, hello stackers. Thank you for joining us around our table as we continue our ongoing 5th edition D&D adventure. I am Rhett the DM, and with me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Wombabash Benson Mom. And Jeremy as Sekhmet Bloodsick. Who is ready to tell a story? Me! I am. Mwah. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. Sekhmet now realizes that everything that he thought that he wanted to accomplish was already done. The adventure was a whole lot larger than he ever imagined. The desire to know more about the things that he has been able to do and the desire to continue that same mission in other places and the lack of desire to get down off the pillar (laughs) makes Sekhmet a whole lot more interested in following on with the group that he's fought alongside for the last few days. You take a step forward.
The air here is clear and crisp. It may be spring, but it's the springtime of the mountains. Still spring. <laughs> that means thinner air and higher elevation. You shiver slightly in memory of the warmth of the sun-drenched islands you've left behind. I'm going to spend five side points and Don wings, and I'm going to fly up to see what I can see. Yeah, the branches lash at your face and your arms as you leap up through a gap in the trees. From above, Wamberbash, the world drops away quickly. You see that not far from where you are, there is a deep gash in the ground. There's a waterfall tumbling down the east side. It's a beautiful place. It's crowded very thickly with trees and rocks, so it's hard to see much down there. But on the other side, about a quarter mile north of where you are, there is now a town. You turn, you yeah, whip around to see a around. young lady, probably no more than 16 years old. Hmm. Her gray eyes are inquisitively looking at each of you in turn, especially you, Wamrabash, as you alight back on the ground. Her face is framed by light brown hair that's been pulled back, and she is staring directly at you, Tira. You have my shield. All right, so we get where she's taking us. Yeah, you get to that central area, and Hild stops abruptly. I did not expect hall guests. Who might these be? She looks confused as she points, and there, tethered outside this large building, are several horses standing in front of the impressive hall. A single figure stands with the horses, moving from one to another to pull at saddle straps or twitch blankets into more comfortable places. The squire wears a scarlet surcoat upon which is clearly visible a golden gear and spur. <gasps> Hild has stopped in the square outside the giant hall, and you see the horses that belong to the order of the gear and spur tethered outside. You are about to say something when suddenly, for all of you, it is as if the world has tilted and you're about to slide off the edge. Each of you is affected deeply in this way, and Sekhmet and Thump are both on the very edge of nausea. Tira and Bash, you recognize this as confirmation that the pillar that you have just left has fully ascended. Also, Tira. There is an almost audible click inside your mind, and it feels as though the color around you becomes slightly brighter. You're about to ask what's going on when you gasp. The angular letters lining the rim of Hild Shield now make absolute sense to you. You can read them clearly, and even the conversations of the murmuring voices of the crowd behind you become intelligible. Is there a tongue of fire <laughs> on her head, though? There's a mighty rushing wind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what does it say? What does what say? The shield. Sorry. <laughs> you tell me. You can read it now. <laughs> the exact wording I don't have in mind, but basically it's it's okay. a protective ward on the shield. Okay. I was thinking that that was the revelation was going to be what it says. What the revelation is just I've that gained you can the ability. I've yeah. gained this ability to read these letters. Uh, feeling toppled by the the ascension of the pillar and with this new ability suddenly being thrust upon her out of nowhere 
And then having noticed that gear and spur, you said that, these, that it was on the horses tethered to what in front of what building? The main the hall, hall. The, big, the big main hall. Oh, like the town hall. Okay. Yeah, the place where we were looking for a bed. Okay. Well, gonna, town hall's yeah. not going to be where we, they would put us down, I would oh, I think. Mean, there was like this is the end. great hall. It's like a communal space. Oh, not like city hall. Oh, blast, I was going to say. Tira will use, that, use the wave of nausea to try and say... Oh yes, we we are in desperate need of of rest. Please take us somewhere else where we can go lay down. But if this is where she was taking us to lie down, that's not going to work. Sekhmet's got his hand against a building and he's actively puking. Okay, in and character, but puking nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Thump has dropped to one knee and his his claws are actually digging into one of the stones. Yeah. Uh, as he's bracing himself, trying to trying to make sure his head is clear, you all begin to fade back into the current moment. And you realize just how deeply you've been affected by this. But he has no idea. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sekhmet nor Thump really have any idea of what's going yeah, on. They have no reaction to the gear and spur, just Bash and me. Yeah, but they... But they the have pillar never, thing is making yeah. us sick. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, Sekhmet's going to do a little bit more of the technical yawn. <laughs> <laughs> never heard that one. Hild looks very concerned. Are, are you all right? No, we're not. None of uh, us. Then come with me. Come inside. Tyr will very reluctantly, I guess, l- allow her to lead her in, but it's got her eyes swiveling like crazy. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> like alertly. Yeah, yeah, they're rolling <laughs> like, like slot machines. <laughs> she leads you into a small chamber inside the large building. There's a door on this chamber that faces into a large inner hall. Inside, you see five standing figures of fully armored people wearing the scarlet and gold. They stand quietly before the chief, who sits in a tall chair, and a young man stands solemnly behind him. The conversation is hushed and at a distance. Hild stands at the doorway. She's wringing her hands, and she's shifting to try and hear anything possibly but the conversation is too quiet and distant for even her to hear. As Tira continues to scan the room they're in, how many other people... You said these people in Scarlet and Gold, the Scarlet and Gold of, like, the town or of Gear and Spur? Gear and Spur. Okay. How many others does she see? Just those five? Those five, the chief, and then the young man standing behind the chief. Are they all human? They appear to be, yes. You're looking at... Yeah, right. Everyone seems to be human-sized. Tira tries to catch Bash's eye and looks meaningfully at the people by the... Bash's... What? What You You better not be. Come on, dude. You were there. What are we supposed to do? The conversation seems to end, and the Ritter all bow stiffly. Their plate armor clinks heavily as they move, and the helmets under their arms grate in a muffled way. Then they turn as one and begin to march in your direction. They're about to breeze by you when the leader, the woman with the severe face, seems almost to freeze. Her jaw clenches as she looks over and down at you, Tira, and then over at Bash. She then looks up and remains impassive as she locks eyes with Thump, who hisses slightly. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I was just about to say, Tira will put, pull the cloak, or like the hood of Peter's cloak up over her head and try to look inconspicuous, but too late. The lady's already seen me. Do I recognize her? Absolutely. Oh, she was the leader of the Ritter that you faced in Shafurt. Oh, blast. 
she definitely recognizes the two of you. We need to go talk to the king and like say, hey, look, I don't know what these people told you, but we're home team. Her hand tightens on the hilt of her longsword with an ease born of long use, and she even lifts it slightly. But a quiet voice from the door behind you cuts through the distinct chill in the air. You are sworn to peace in this place, lady. You have met with the chieftain, and he has rendered his judgment. You are free to go. The young man from behind the throne stands there in blue robes. He speaks easily and clearly, but there is an icy undercurrent to his tone. It looks as if the Ritter Captain is about to spit, but her venomous eyes are the last part of her to turn away as she leads her band out the main door to where their horses wait. In moments, you hear the clatter of hooves riding away. Tira has been practically holding her breath, waiting to see if a fight was getting ready to break out with, with the Captain of the Ritter. Dimitri leans over, not on friendly terms, huh? You could say that. Ah, that's what it looked like. <clears throat> uh, they had some dealings here with the with the chief of the the village. No doubt they're looking for us still. Uh, you don't. We'll, ha- we'll explain when we get up to a room. Uh, you really know how to make friends, don't you? It's part of this job. Later, later. Okay. Hilda's near us, right? She's Correct. still with our yep. group in this antechamber. Um. Do you think that we can get an audience with the king uh, in a few hours, preferably after we get some sleep? About, about four or eight hours? Yeah, Between four, four, four to eight, eight hours. Four to eight hours of sleep. Eight hours, for sure. If you request an audience with the king, perhaps he can, ha- he can schedule it after we get some rest. Tira looks to Hild. Which do you think would be best, for you to approach the king on our behalf or for us to ask him personally? He is no king. He is a chieftain. Either way. Is it going to be busy in eight hours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's make it nine, Joey. It is customary for you to meet him first before you take our hospitality. That's fine. Dimitri, stand back I'm and don't speak. I was going to hang out here with them. Hi, them. You do that. Wait a minute, but you look like an old man. No, he looks no, like Dimitri. I look like Dimitri. Oh, okay. So he's pretty. Yeah. He's a pretty man. Except for all the, the, all the stuff except he's wiping for, Yeah, except for the chunks in yeah. his feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he looked pretty. Yeah. Hild leads you forward. Your steps ring as you step into this large, lofty area. The central part of the Great Hall is clear, but for the high chair where the old man sits, a chill radiates uncomfortably, and stillness hangs heavily here. You're afraid to move too much for fear of being the one to disturb the quiet. Blue light streams through the high, narrow windows to paint the floor, but it only seems to serve the purpose of accentuating the dimness of the room. As your eyes adjust, you see Hild moving across the room to the chair. Next to it stands a dark, table-like object. An older man, the chieftain, sits there, leaning heavily upon his right arm, supporting his chin with a thin white hand. His eyes stare at the table. Hild's voice rasps quietly. Tira, she's asking if he's feeling well. But the man doesn't move. After a moment, she beckons to you. The young man also joins you and steps smoothly into position behind the chair to look each of you in the face. Why have you come? says the young man. Tira will step forward and summon all the remaining strength she has to appear in command of her faculties. 
she's addressing the young man mm-hmm. and not the chieftain. Yeah, the chieftain has not moved. Has not acknowledged us yet. All right. Barely even blinked. We have come simply to seek your hospitality. But I think it important that we clear up something first. What? Uh, give me a quick perception check. Each of you highest will win. <laughs> not me. I'm making up for that nat 20 last week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, he beat me. 19. Mark. Okay. That's what I rolled. Wamberbash, you see Hild shoot the young man a, a knowing look, or not knowing, but she's trying to communicate something with her eyes. You're not even sure if he even saw it. What it's lost did on this guy, though. <laughs> Subtlety <laughs> on this guy. <laughs> Bash is like, huh. <laughs> um, what did those people who just met with the chieftain tell you about themselves? He ponders for a moment. His face remains completely unmoving as he does so. Their business is their own, but they have come seeking an alliance. You look as though you could use some rest. For certain. And food. After. (laughs) During. (laughs) Breakfast. (laughs) I am Sven. I am steward of this house. I will lead you to a place where you may rest. That means something to him. Got his wiggle fingers out. If you await in the antechamber, I will be with you shortly. As you step away, Hild moves up alongside him. She's speaking in the tongue of her people. Don't worry, they can't understand us. Sven, I think it could be them. The ones in our songs. Sven turns his face from Hild to look at you again. Fearsome ones, indeed. But looks alone are not enough to mean they are the ones of song. But green light shone, and a gate formed in the very air. I saw it with my own eyes. Sven, I am becoming more and more convinced with each passing moment. Then there is a way to make sure, is there not? Will they shape the fate tree? It is easy enough a test if they are willing to try. Hild looks doubtful. But I have been working to understand it for months now. And each time I think I am on the right track, something happens and I find myself back where I started. We cannot expect them to succeed in a short time, where we have given so much, can we? Look at them, she gestures at you with concern. They are wounded and in need of rest and food. Then we can certainly treat them as hall guests. They have done no harm, right? Let us show them proper care, but for my part, I must insist on some further proof. Not that I do not trust your eyes, he says hastily, looking panicked for a brief moment, but so that all may know. What do you say? Hild thinks for a moment, chewing at her lower lip. She looks at her father and puts a warm hand on his cheek. I could use your mind now, father, she says and then sighs. Yes, I suppose it won't hurt, and it would be definite proof to all of Hartunstather that they are who I think they are. But... And then she holds up a hand as Svein starts to turn to you. I will ask them. They know me. <laughs> For five minutes. <laughs> but more than we know these guys. That's right. Even though she was speaking in her own language, she I can't still it, hear yeah. it. Tira I was going to say, I hope everything. Tira's taking copious Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you overheard that conversation mm-hmm. on your way back out to the antechamber, and both Sven and Hild join you there. I'm confused. Was... Is Sven her dad, or is the chief no, the her chief, dad? Chief. Okay. Chieftain is her okay. dad. Okay, got yeah. it. So, um, you said that there was something particularly kind of um, kind of cold 
and dim about the interior mm -hmm. of this room. Is the antechambers to also have some of that, or is it more pronounced? The entire building. In fact, this whole region outside is very cool still, as you remarked last yeah. time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but see, it's kind of like being in a house in the winter, and the heater's not working the way it should. It feels colder in the house than it does outside. Yeah, welcome to our home. <laughs> That's this place. <laughs> Uh, that is what you're feeling. It doesn't feel unnatural. That it was just, my question. It's very cold. I was just hoping you would give something away without me asking it directly. <laughs> and there you go. Yeah. And, and how old is the attendant guest guy? Sven is his name? A young man. So, yeah. so is, is he like 18 and well, he's Hild yeah. is 16? About 18. Okay. But he's, he's the steward. True. That means dad isn't running anything. But that's true. But also it means, and she's his, the, the chief's daughter, they might be well, at least hanging think, out with one another from time goodness, to time. My goodness, don't ship them that fast. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> that seems to be the way oh. of this podcast. They must be together. Hey, are we being, they looked at each other. Yeah. Ooh. Are we being led sort of away a little bit? Uh, you have been left to your own devices to get out to the antechamber. Uh -huh. Hild okay. and Sven and the chieftain, of course, hung back to have uh -huh. that conversation. Tira could hear it. I heard it. But now that you are in the antechamber, Hild and Svein are approaching you. Yeah. I'd like okay. to try something. Okay. As we were walking away from the chieftain's vicinity, I'd like to accidentally or not knowingly, in my mind, use telepathy and talk to the chieftain and say, thank you for your hospitality. Okay. Oh, see if you can access his mind. What are you going to say? Okay. In uh, bash speak. Yeah. Th thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping us. We, we need rest, and I want to say thank you on behalf of my friends and me. There is a very long pause, and then a weak voice responds in your head. Who are you? Now, here's the deal. We're definitely within 120 feet of each other. I mean, I'm oh, yeah. right there. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, my, name, my name's Bash, sir. Um, these, are, these are my friends. You don't get a response to that. You do notice, looking back, though, that his head has shifted slightly in your direction. You stand awkwardly in the antechamber, kind of wondering what in the world is going on. Terry, you, out of everyone, have the best mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. And then Hild joins you first, and Sven is behind her, still standing in the doorway. She smiles. It's a refreshing, pleasant smile. I have good news. Here you will find rest and food enough. But I shall come to you this evening with a request. Please, take full advantage of what we offer. We will prepare hot baths and bring you good food to eat, and then we will leave you until nightfall when my father, Viskarl, chieftain of Hartunstader, will hold his even meal. We will be honored if you will allow yourselves to be seen. Hmm? It would be our honor, Hild, and thank you for the rooms. Are we going to be joined by any other factions for dinner? I don't think so. The ones that were just here have obviously left. Sven will lead you to your rooms. Sven? And she steps out of the way and Sven smoothly glides past, leads you down a hallway, and somewhere deep in the building, somewhere else, you come to a large room that has several smaller rooms off of it. The central room has some copper tubs, and already a servant is bustling in with a pitcher of steaming water. Why don't you describe a little bit of what you see here? We'll start with Michael. Yeah, I was going to say descriptions <laughs> right there. I think what I see is uh, 
the doors aren't square. They're they're sort of um, you know how like there's an arch, but then there's like the Gothic arch. It has uh-huh. the point, and yeah. so they're they're a bit more pointed. And um, but they the the lumber or the wood around that's framing the door is over, sort of crossing. And I think there's two heads of an animal that I can't really make out because it's so still dim. And it's not just the framing of all the wood in here. Uh, like it seems like timber framing, but there's also a lot of painted, um, you know, accents and things mm-hmm. all over in in and all over the lumber. It's actually quite quite nice. Um, the walls are have like a lime a lime wash on them, but then and around the woodwork is also um, a, a very ornate uh things tw- you know tw- twirling and, and intertwining with yeah. one another not work yeah yeah not work all over the place and um and there's wood paneling uh below that um sort of waist height a uh, head height for for tira uh, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> in and around the bottom and um the the floors are a nice smooth stone okay um purposefully you know hewn to to just fit really nicely together. Uh, there's definitely like uh, animal rugs down to make it a little bit more cozy. Um, I want there to be a fire in the middle of uh-huh. this bigger, larger room. And I'll add a little bit to that. Yeah. It's also a hypocaust floor, okay. meaning that it's hollow underneath and heated air is pumped there. Yes. So that floor is actually warm underfoot. Ooh. Sounds lovely. Jeremy, do you have anything you want to add to well, the cop- I think the copper tubs not only need to be uh, uh, that same knotwork that we've kind of seen everywhere mm-hmm. else, like a claw-footed tub, but but yeah, but the but they're in, they're incredibly ornate tubs. Nice. Yeah. Are yeah. they patinaed or are they shiny? Oh no, these are shiny. These people take care nice. of stuff. Yeah, and also uh, the water. I mean, it's sudsy and scented, and it's it looks heavenly. Are we looking at straw beds or are we looking at down beds? You tell me. Down beds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've ever slept on a down bed. I think pretty much every place we've been, it had to be pretty much like a straw bed, right? Well, okay, but these are people who invented down blankets. No, no, I, it yeah. gets no. He's yeah. just like, well, this is a treat. Yeah, the, man. yeah. This yeah. is like, like this is also a treat, but it's also just plain necessary for them. I yep. can see the rest of the time in this area, Dimitri is just walking around with a comforter <laughs> over his neck. Uh, he's wrapping the mattress around himself. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine being used to sleeping on either the ground, rocks, or straw bed, and for the first time? sit on this down fluffy cloud blanket thing. It might be thing. too soft. It's like, yeah, exactly. Well, it's like, I'm not used to this. Dimitri would be much more comfortable on the floor, except that it's cold down there. <laughs> no, except the, the, well, the, the, yeah, the, the heater yeah. heat floor is nice. That's in the main bathroom. Right, right, right. The bed chambers, I guess, are what the little doors are off the mm-hmm. sides mm-hmm. might not have that same floor heating, yeah. but... Do you want to add any detail? Uh, is there a breakfast nook? A breakfast, a nook and a cranny. Uh, <laughs> I am the description queen. You don't have to add anything. No, okay. They did a fine job, I think. Hmm? There's like 17 servants in here. <laughs> like, you know, taking our clothes okay. right. and like, so you know. Servants is a bit strong. Yeah. yeah. People. Oh. Attendants. All right, slaves. No, well, see. 17 <laughs> slaves in here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so some were coming in with things, dropping off trays of food. You see fresh fruit, cheese, uh, dried, the smoked meats that you talked about last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some bread, some nice crusty fresh bread. So it's all laid out on this long table right in the middle of all the tubs. So you don't even have to get out of the tub. You can eat right there in the water. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. This is so awesome. Yep. Okay. So you have about 11 hours till nightfall. Okay. You have all that time to yourselves to mm-hmm. do what you will. That's rest. That's reading. Yeah. That's eating 
bathing, whatever. Wamberbash basically is eating and he's just like fall- nodding off until he falls asleep with food in his mouth <laughs> in the tub. Oh, goodness. <laughs> okay. We have to drag his sorry, sorry self. self out of there. Are the rooms, the rooms are set aside from the main bathroom, uh-huh. the main bathing kind of a, the right. area. Um, uh, to be clear, this is not usually a bathing area, but they've used the open space mm-hmm. to put the tubs in. Okay. Um, mm, okay. And thump displaces almost all the water out of his <laughs> Yeah, he gets in <laughs> over the sides. Dimitri kind of quietly takes a couple of rags, dips them in some water and some towels, and disappears into his room. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, thump shakes off almost dog-like after he gets out and stumps off into his room. He looks very refreshed. Okay. And before long, you hear, uh, you smell... Can a crystal snore? You smell, cam- <laughs> you smell chamomile coming out of his yeah. room. Oh, good night, Gus. <laughs> Hang on. Let me see here. It's, a, it's enough to catch your nostrils, but not a strong, strong scent. And We're going to say sleepy? <laughs> contentment? Uh, I've got... Contentment is breaking bread. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Bash, anything that you're doing in this? I'm, 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 I'm asleep in the tub. I mean, okay. my arms That's are right. like okay. dangling. Yeah. My, my head is back. There's food half chewed in my mouth, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there. And maybe a little bubbles come up <laughs> inside the tub. Hopefully, someone's throwing some extra soap in you when you're all looking. <laughs> Here, have some of mine. <laughs> okay, and Tira. Tira completes her getting herself cleaned up because she has taken much physical damage. She has wounds to to attend to. I guess the description I will add is that they have left, what's it called? Bandages, Band- liniment. Yeah. Liniment, thank you. Uh, next to one tub, just by looking at the state of me, mm-hmm. they would just, the attendants are just so on top of it that they said, this, this girl's going to need some um, binding up. Yeah, they've and left so, a, a wooden bowl that has mm-hmm. this thick yellowish paste in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That stinks. Yes, it does. works. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very medicinal smelling. You're not putting uh, that filth on me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 It, it has a very strong ammonia smell to yeah, it. Yeah, ammonia. <laughs> not menthol or... Nope. No, ammonia. ammonia. Okay, and kind of And kind of, kind of like cows. Didn't she say, you are soft like a woman? <laughs> <laughs> like that is a woman's noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you guys done? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, so, after she finishes with her getting... She gets herself clean, gets herself bound up... The the slight sting on each of the open wounds from the salve is actually satisfying to her because she knows it's working and it's going. She's going to feel better in the morning. She will then go over, drag Bash out of his tub, <laughs> wrap him, and just toss him in one of the feather beds. Okay. And then you she, have no memory of this. No, no, yeah, And she's trying to scrub <laughs> the memory out of her brain. <laughs> exactly. I just, I just oh, continue. I've way seen too much. it. I've seen. I've seen this. This scene many. many I'm, I'm basically times. a little brother. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, it's like I, Lucy dragging one back from the yeah. pumpkin patch. My, my, my cud that I have in my mouth every once in a while, <laughs> and just kind of like slobber off back to sleep. She slaps it out. Of <laughs> no, just She's not gonna do that anyway. So then she will then. Pick an open room. I guess the only one that's left since these others have retired. Uh, it will plop down on the bed. I, should, I, mean, I, I would love to spend all that time reading, but she's getting some actual sleep here. She just can't. She wants to. She, she pulls the book out yeah. and, and is ready. Just in time. To, you, you see, you open it long enough to see a yeah. title. Oh, yay. Even Lady Macbeth needed this spot. Helping hands are crucial. 
Wow. <laughs> so Shakespeare that's exists a really in this world. Yeah. yeah, that's a deep uh, cut. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> deep cut there, deep cut. Um, but she just her eyes slide yep. shut before yep. she can read much. What you notice though is that your dreams are punctuated by swirling headlines and titles. So you are effectively continuing to read through osmosis. Hey! Yeah, she falls asleep with her head on yeah. the thing. Man, I wish. Yep. Okay. Sagmet gets to his room. He drops the Dimitri uh, disguise uh, completely. Good. And his, it, was, it was at the, on his last legs anyway. Mm. Back in his room, uh, Sagmet goes and uh, does a lot of repair on some of his reversible outfits. Mm-hmm. Does some sewing. Starts to think about all of the stuff that he saw. Starts to think about the pillar starts to think about some of the the different things that he's seen that he's seen these people do and wonders exactly how this has impacted the way that he's grown the way that he's grown up considers some of the ways that the enemy that they fought on top of the pillar before it rose Mm. some of the things that he was able to do that that just went outside the laws of nature did things that were obviously powerful that he had heard stories about, but didn't really spend much time around considered some of the things that he's been able to do in changing the way that things looked, changing the way that things felt and feels like he's a little bit closer to maybe some of that than he ever thought that he he had before. Okay. Um, anything else that you're doing in that time? Uh, working on, like I said, working on his disguises, working on his outfits, kind of thinking about, Ways to think about how shadows and sneaky things work for him. And maybe that there's a way to touch those things in a way that goes beyond just the physical. Because he's seen a lot of people do things with what feel like secret arts to him. He says, I think I can probably figure some of that stuff out myself. And as you're working through that, your mind is clicking along and then all of a sudden it's not. You're just, your head nods down and you find yourself gently snoring, although you don't know it. Hours pass. Tira, you stir. I was like, do we get to erase all of our damage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. yeah, your long rest resets side points, hit points, hit <laughs> dice. Oh, all that yes. stuff. If you have used hit dice, you can regain up to half of your hit dice. You know, I always forget about hit dice. When is it that you can use short them? rest? Short you can rest. use During them any. Yeah, rest. you can use them in any downtime. And we had okay. we had we had none. We've had no downtime. We were at not a it was, it has been, Ooh, my Oh, my luck points. Woohoo! Think about the last, the last time we rested. <laughs> think about that. The last time we rested was before we got on the airship leaving the island. Uh-huh. <laughs> my word. Well, that was only six hours ago, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot's been, a lot's happened in six it's, hours. It's been a busy six hours. It's been busy six hours. Okay, but then. You suddenly jolt awake. The room where you are is very quiet and dark. Out in the uh, in the main, the common room, you hear the crackle of fire, but otherwise it is very still. So what jolted me awake? You don't know. What was that? I look around. You say I hear the f- crackling fire mm-hmm. out in the. Maybe it was a shifting of the logs mm-hmm. or something enough to. Oh yeah, like one of the shi- a yeah. log breaks. Yeah, enough to jangle your warrior senses. Spidey senses tingling. Do I see anything in my room? Nothing out of the ordinary. Just the gentle glow of the book that lies open next to you. Okay. Uh, some fading words. Yeah, I was gonna say, I look on. Trail page. through your mind. Yeah, 
you see deltoid force. Pop those shoulders just a little bit more. <laughs> How many hours does this make? Because that was, so, you're right, That this was a 10 hour, 10 hour block. All right. 19, 22, 32. Oh, you got it. I thought it was 48. Is it 48? I don't remember. <laughs> I think I think Look it's 32. It yeah, I'm going to say 32. 32 sounds right. You can always do one of those special stack of dice house rolls, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 48. I thought so. I'm like, it was like a huge amount of hours that I have to get in seven days or something like Six that. Six days, yeah. Six days. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, so you sit bolt upright. Mm-hmm. The book glows next to you in the darkness, but... Uh, it just feels very comfortable and still. Mm-hmm. You don't feel danger or anything. Your mm-hmm. warrior senses are just working over time. Yeah. So what time is it? It's hard to tell. It's in this. dark. Yeah, it's dark in this room. Um, and Hild has no one has returned yet to collect us. No one has us. come. But given that she feels this refreshed, Tira knows they. She's been asleep for a long time. It has. It wasn't like she was out for an hour. She's gonna roll over out of the mattress slip out of her chamber and go into Bash's. The floor feels wonderful underfoot. Mm-hmm. Bash is there. Uh, there's food encrusted on the mattress, and he is still dead asleep. Okay. Tira's going to go over to him and put a hand on his shoulder and try to shake him awake. Okay. <laughs> Bash. Tira, what's up? Wake up. What are we doing? Nothing right now. We need to talk. What's going on? What do you mean what's going on? The members of the Gear and Spur have been here and seeking an alliance with these people. How do we know that they are not eager for... uh, She doesn't realize that he understood. Or that that she understood and he didn't. Right. Right. So. It sounded like the conversation was conducted in... Right. In common. Yeah. Members of the Gear and Spur have been here, speaking with the chieftain and seeking an alliance with these people. You don't find that disturbing? I, I saw it. I know. I, I saw them here. <laughs> he, he saw them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I figured the thing about them seeking an alliance with them would be a, a bit of a revelation, but okay. They left, didn't they? Well, yeah, they left, but I don't think they've gone for good. Didn't you hear what Hild said? <laughs> Meta, I want to try something. Yeah. <laughs> try it. Okay. I was thinking, I was thinking, what's wrong with the chief? I think I might be able to help him. I didn't notice anything particularly wrong with him. What do you mean? Well, he didn't speak to any of you. He didn't speak to anyone, but that's not unusual. The chief doesn't always meet strangers personally. Oh, no, 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 I talked to him. (laughs) (laughs) You're so cute, Bash. (laughs) What do you mean you talked to him? I was with you the whole time. You didn't say anything to anybody. I I told him who we were, and, and he he asked who we were, and so I told him. How? How did you tell him? I just looked at him and told him. But I I just I think something's wrong with him. I wonder. I think I'm. I think we. I might be able to help him. But maybe we could do that later. What time is it? I don't know what time it is. Hey, is but there I'm... any more of that food left out there? Bash, are you listening to me? Yes. Didn't you hear what he'll <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you hear what Hild was saying to Sven? No. They're going <laughs> to... So she, she yeah. talked to everybody else. <laughs> I know. He talked to <laughs> 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 No one has heard anything anyone else has said to anybody. 
they're going to be coming for us this evening to perform some kind of a, a, a test of something. They've heard of us. A I, test? How, how is none of this registering with you, Bash? You heard her as well as I did. I heard her. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> I couldn't understand him. You couldn't? No. Nope. They were speaking plain as day. She told him she and Sven were arguing over whether or not we are the people that they've heard of. That clearly, stories about what we've been doing has, has reached far and wide, and they've heard of us here. There's a shuffle in the doorway to Wommer Bash's room, and you see Thump leaning against the doorpost. Thump, could you understand her? There's a flat, dusty smell. Understand who? Dust. <laughs> <laughs> Dust what my ears this evening. Yeah. Oh, my word. <laughs> <laughs> Sekhmet, the noise of hushed conversation awakens you from your sleep. What would have been more awesome is if there was a slight rustle and we turned to look over in the corner and he's over here like eating a, <laughs> a piece of beef jerky and he's like, What you guys talking I, I, about? I didn't hear anything either. <laughs> Where did you come from? <laughs> um... So okay, so Sekhmet's gonna kind of poke his head out. Is anybody else in the main? No. Nope. In the main, uh, all the conversation seems to be happening in Wamberbash's room. Right, but there's nobody in the main. Uh, Thump is in the doorway. Right. To his room, mm-hmm. but they, that's the only person. Okay. Well, Sekhmet's gonna put his his hood up, and he's gonna stuff a little bit of that down blanket under his under his <laughs> coat, yeah. and kind of like tiptoe across the hallway or tiptoe across the room. Gotcha. What are we right. talking about? Who's whispering? Did you did, was, <laughs> did you hear that girl uh, Hind speak anything? She was speaking in whatever they speak here. Yeah, I couldn't understand. Uh, it what is sound... what is going on here? Bash says he spoke to the chieftain, but I didn't hear oh, him yeah, say yeah, anything. Yeah. Bash said nothing. He and said I, zero things. No, 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 no. I, no. Heard... I, I, he asked me who we were, and so I told him who we were. I, I thanked him. He for... who sent? No, the the chief. The old guy, the one who's not talking, the one who's looked like he was barely alive and propped up. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. (laughs) (laughs) Now, quick question. Now, meta. Um, (laughs) I forget now if Tira has ever, like, established that she understands that Bash has this telepathy. Like, have they ever... He's used it to you. Yeah. And did did I realize what was happening or did I just kind of think I heard Bash talking to me? I I think you played it as... Thinking that he was just speaking out yeah, loud okay. to you. Yeah, and I never, I, I never used it intentionally. It's always been yeah, sort yeah. of like an instinct or by accident. And you, because yeah. you think you're talking. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. kind of like me yeah, making exactly. candles do so. Right, yeah, exactly. right, right. Well, I don't know. I don't know what is going on with language and speaking here. I, I understood Hild perfectly, and I'm telling you, they're coming for us soon. Coming to, the, the I, people who don't like you. No, no, oh. the people of this village they're going to be coming for us in a little bit to have us they they, they've heard of us they've heard of our our um they've heard of our adventures they've heard she wouldn't really call it an adventure well you've made just everybody angry yeah they've heard of our exploits here and well so had the people who have it out for you you don't know a thing about that i just know that she hates you well i want to ask you a question i don't like tests (laughs) (laughs) I, I'm sure it'll probably be multiple choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you a question, Sekhmet. Uh, what are we asking? Back there on the pillar when we came through, it took you a minute to join us. Now, what was the problem? I didn't know how to get off the pillar. It looked like the door. You just we... saw us walk through the um, through the portal. It didn't seem like a terribly difficult procedure. How many portals have you walked through? 
Six. How many have I walked through? I don't know. One now. My point is, you seem like it was more than just, how do I get out of here? I don't think you were sure you wanted to come. Well, I didn't know where you were going. I've never been anywhere. And we're on a giant thing up in the sky, and there was a... That we, there was the airship coming to get us, and it was it was a lot at one time. Well, then I guess my next question is: Are you here now? I think so. Not, no, you think? Uh, do you know? Are you here now? Because I'm telling you, they are going to put us to the test, and if you are not part of this group, then you can just get out of here now. I don't know where I would go. I would freeze to death before I got down the street. Well, then you better get yourself together. Bash just walked off over to the door. <laughs> he's, lo- he's looking out the door, seeing if there's any of the food left. <laughs> Well, I'm not going anywhere. We've got functionally the same goals. We took care of Karabi. The slavery issue was taken care of there. You're the only group around here that seems to respect slaves. And for my part, that just seems like a better deal. Does anybody see where my clothes are? I'm sorry. Am I interrupting something? Tira whips around and tries to look casual. And Sekhmet finds the nearest dark corner to hide in. Yeah, she's like... (laughs) (laughs) Hild stands there. It is time for even meal, if you will join me. Of course. Just let me get something from my room. something more comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Let me put on something nicer. Where are my clothes? Where are your clothes? In your pack, Bash. Just get them. Anything. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Wrap wrap a towel around you. You do notice that some of your clothing has been repaired in your sleepiness. Nice. Tira will head back to her bedchamber... I guess, um, she, I guess she had, after her bath, had only put on, like, the first layer of everything. She wasn't going to get all geared back up to go to sleep. But she's going to go in, get the rest of, like, outer coats, and she's going to grab Peter's cloak of protection. Okay. And put that back on, hoping it just looks like a finishing touch. But she is she is ready in case something happens here. Uh, Sekhmet is not going to do the big, full Dimitri disguise, but he's going to put on a little bit of makeup-ish, clay-based makeup. Um, some foundation. <laughs> some, some, make, some basic foundation, a little bit of contouring. Uh, <clears throat> and, and, and wear something kind of like over his head that looks much like a turban. Okay. But he looked enough like an outsider. I mean, yeah. he doesn't figure these people would know any difference. Yeah. yeah. And Bash is clueless. He gets completely dressed, like yeah. if they're leaving. <laughs> like right okay. now. I've got everything. Got your me. backpack on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Is there food at this place? That's where we're going. Even meal gummies? Yes. That's what meal means. I'm hungry. She guides you through some passageways, and you come to what looks like a backroom scullery. Uh, It's very simply laid out, but there is good, wholesome food filling trenchers, the bread bowls with uh, a thick stew that's been ladled into it, fresh vegetables, fresh fruit again, cheese. It, It looks good. And in spite of the stuffing that went on before you went to sleep, something about the recovery from your yeah, wounds that and was just all the rest. Recovery. That wasn't uh, even you are famishing. And so it's a very quiet meal. Of course the chieftain is there in his chair, but he is not saying anything. In fact, Hild has to help uh, lift spoons of stew to his mouth and it dribbles down his chin. Very quiet. Not much conversation. Mm. And at the end, when Sven comes into oversee the clearing of the table she leans into the four of you are we says, sitting at a table like kind of uh-huh. in a line yeah okay so not at a four you're, you're a four around top. a table okay so uh, we're around it's we a, have, smaller we're a little table. four top yeah okay. 
I told you he wasn't saying anything. No, but what's wrong with him? I, he doesn't look well. Look at him. Uh, Tira, she, look she, at, no, don't ask, don't. We'll talk about it later, but look at him. Tira, he this. doesn't look right. He doesn't look okay. Chief, no, are you okay? Bash. Hild looks sad for the briefest moment. And then she gives you a sad smile. What's, what's wrong? My father has not been himself since my mother died. Tira's face freezes. Um, is he, is it like Alzheimer's or is it just depression? Like what's going on I with the chief? I think he wants us to figure it, it out. If he tells yeah, we're you, it's not fun. Don't, don't <laughs> meta ruin the game. No joke. Tira's face freezes and she is carefully arranging her features. She died in the winter. This last one? Yes. And he has slipped into a depression so deep that he has not spoken, hardly eaten, has not led, and I find myself standing in his place. You and Sven. And Sven. She sighs heavily again. May I ask you something? Please. We of Hartunstather have a very old song. I will not bore you with all of it now, but it tells of some who will come and lead us to something better. And we are in need of something better. Do you remember the children with us earlier today? Mm -hmm. Of course. Absolutely. They have been drifting away. We have been losing them for years. They grow tired of life here, in the spine, and are called by adventure out of this place to where they will become sea wolves, pirates, or worse. A few come back, but they are always changed. Of the many who never do come back, we learn later that they are killed in battles far away, or twisted by gold or fame or other things. We are dying here, and our lot is not unusual along the spine. Many chieftains' holds are seeing much the same, and we are all fighting amongst ourselves. We are losing our best to lives that will destroy them and weaken us. That was why their parents were so angry with them. And that leads me to a very important question. This song I mentioned says many things about someone very much like you. But one of the things is that you will find a way to bring about a great change for us. You see, we have a sapling that I have been studying for a long time, and others studied it well before me. We call it the Fate Tree. I must ask you, would you be willing to look at it and see if you can figure out its secret? It is said that those who are the children of fate will be able to make it grow. And from it, we may create an artifact that will unite all of Rindis. I am convinced that you are who I think you are, but if you succeed, everyone will know it. Will you do this for me? For us? And that's where we're going to end this episode? (laughs) We need a minute talk. (laughs) Tira has listened to this whole account with a flood of emotions that she is trying, working very diligently to keep off of her face. The idea of a father twisted with grief and changed since the loss of his wife hits hard. The idea of a father not leading properly anymore like he used to do hits hard. The idea of the children leaving home to seek adventure elsewhere and never returning hits hard. 
At the same time, she is warring with the idea that this all has felt so right for her and and for the world at large. All the things that have happened to her and all the things she's done since she left Arden have, on balance, felt right. And without knowing the song that Hild is referring to, she just has an inkling that, yeah, it's about us. We are those people. And if we're not, we could be and we should be. So Tira blinks a few times and looks up at Hild. We would be happy to... Oh, sure, we'll come look at your tree. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm like, how do I say this without sounding stupid? <laughs> we would be happy to look at your tree. It sounds so patronizing. Oh, sure, honey, we'll come look at the tree. We will be happy to do what we can for you. <laughs> and she elbows Sekhmet <laughs> from behind her. You shut it, you. You said you were here, so you're here. That's where we're going to end this episode. So we jammed a lot into it. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, some world and character building and a lot to unpack there. Mm, man, oh man. You're going to get three experience points for your various activities, for running back into the order of the gear and the spur. You get another three for meeting Viscarl, chieftain of the people of Hartunstather. And let's talk Norse battle. Um... All of Bash's <laughs> stuff with the chieftain yes, and being that. the first one to notice something's wrong with him. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Take two. I like Jeremy's flavor for Sekhmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take two. And it's interesting that uh, she st- she tried to take Homeboy to task about his hesitation. And, mm-hmm. and I didn't think anything of it, even not as a Bash, but just as playing. Like, wait a minute. Are you you with us? Like we're about to be like going to some serious stuff here. And although, you know, we fought together, are you committed? Basically, is what she asked. Yeah. I appreciated that. Yeah, take two. And typical, you know, secular. No, maybe you know how it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You actually never said like, yes. I'm like, <laughs> I I'm like not, not maybe yes oh, maybe or no. A... <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Um, poor Thump. I'm trying to think of something that we could nominate him for, but he just kind of stood in a doorway yeah. and yeah, no, that's fine. splashed a lot of water on the floor. And Got sick, you know. Yeah. yeah. Let's get a recap. Tira is 15 points into level 15. Wamberbash is 19 points into level 15. Sekhmet is 49 points into level 13. And Thump is 7 from last time plus 6 from this time <laughs> into level 16. <laughs> Still haven't found his sheet. Still huh? haven't. Well, I have oh, a ha- sheet. Oh, haven't. I haven't gone back in. to listen to episode 149 to remember what his actual total was. And so he is plus 13 from whatever that was. And <laughs> one of these years, I will get back and listen to that for about the 20 seconds it'll take me to find it. Right. <laughs> and with that, we are going to wrap up this episode. We look forward to you joining us for what is probably going to be an interesting test next time. We want to hear what you have to say about this. Again, you can find us through the means that we mentioned at the beginning of this episode, or you can find the same information in our show notes. And we look forward to hearing from you and look forward to having you at our table again next time right here at Stack of Dice. I know what we should do. We should build them a casino. That way the kids will stay. going on the people the, the members of the <laughs> members of the <laughs>
She's turned into RDD2. She slept so long. <laughs> What Hild was saying to Sven, I almost said Stefan. Sven. Staten Island? Stefan. Sven. Sven. <laughs> Didn't you hear what Hild was saying to Sven?